Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Shut the Funk Up podcast. I am the well-fed boy, and as always, I am delighted to be joined by... Jaylet the Kid, what it do? Happy um, uh, uh, opening day. Opening day today? Opening day today. Are these the things now that I'm about to become a father, I'm just going to like, just not remember like when they happen? Uh, like I very was, current events? I would say the opposite. I would say these are things that you're going to now develop in your arsenal of paying attention to. Okay, because that's like one of the things I can do like at home and I don't actually have to go do anything. Right. Yeah, dad life. Um, uh, happy opening day. The, uh, the Bravos play today? The Bravos play today. Okay. Smashed ass. Oh, we that we already won. We smashed ass. Smashed ass. Um, but you know, as everyone knows, you got a couple of Atlanta Braves fans here in the house. Ooh, we played the Sox, beat them seven to five. Yeah. And um, you know, this is a this big has year. Spring training though. This is a big year. Well, dude, when this comes out, it's gonna. But this was spring training though, still. But when this comes out, it's gonna. Oh. Happy happy opening day. Happy open happy opening day. <laughs> that's why that's that's why I preemptively like I didn't say like who we beat. I was just like we smash ass and, and I was just hoping you that blazed like, right over it. Yeah, and... yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but we are we we love baseball here on this podcast. We love our Braves. You know we're a year removed from being world champs and we mm. expect to be back up in that ass again. Yes, we do. We expect back up in that ass again. Phillies suck a dick. Yes, doesn't matter about you. Nope. Mets. Uh, honestly, we're not even worried about you. You have a great squad. You have a great uh, starting rotation. But guess what? You cursed. We should have been very concerned about you all last season up until literally the last month where we were, ten, we were ten, kind of 10 games back and somehow you crumbled and we just rose to the top as the cream that we are it's it's what we do it's, it's what, what we do, we do. Mm. uh yeah so happy opening day um and i also uh want to do a quick uh baby watch Baby Watch 2023. What's the deal, dude? Dude. What is the deal? This is the second week in a row where I came directly we were on week. from the doctor's office directly to the Wax Museum. It's weird. And I have uh, no news to report. Uh, tomorrow or uh, yesterday, this is today, those as you're listening, where- will be D-Day. Will be due day. And uh, as of right now, she's not here. This is one of those like rare times where like no news is actually not good news. Yeah, we want breaking news like on every channel they're cutting in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay, so no new news. Um, uh, we're excited. Uh, can't wait. Um, but uh, we are episode one hundred and five. I think by one hundred and six though, we have a kid. Yeah. 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 Honestly, I kind of like the idea of just letting that thing marinate a little bit long. Let that let that turkey baste a little longer. Now, just little just little uh, little fun fact for you, as as you know, you're learning things pretty closely after pre- I learn things. Are you things. doing a preemptive? What did you learn? A preemptive. What did I learn this week? And I asked the doctor this. Uh, well, my first question was, Have you ever had a baby like in the office, like <laughs> scored out right there? Like yeah, they're doing like yeah. She said no, but yeah. close calls. But the other question I had was, do um, most of the time when someone's having their first child, 
are they usually like on time early or late and she said if you think about it it makes sense like the baby hasn't or the body hasn't actually given birth before so usually a little typically a little late so they're I marinating that, in there i love that question i love i love your i love your the way your mind works on that because it's a very good question Right? Yes. Well, you know, you do a little bit of reading, but then you're like, let me actually talk to the doctor. Right. You know, so we got that confirmed. Um, also, I wanted to make it clear to the uh, ladies out in the front part of the office, certain days we've been going in there and they've been kind of towards the afternoon, like dropping like this fire R&B playlist. Mm. But I learned today astutely, you know, just keeping my surroundings, you know, and uh, uh, the doctor was in, and and the playlist isn't isn't firing off when the doctor is in. Oh, cause it's some good. Uh, there was some old Aaliyah, some next, some old Aaliyah, and then there was some Keith Sweat. Yo, dude, they're trying is, to get it, us to have another baby. Was it twisted? It was. You know, you dude. That's why you're my, my guy. Love of fame. That's why you're my guy. Got it twist. And we've talked about this before uh, on the podcast, probably in the earlies. So for any of the new listeners, this you'll like this. We love obviously Keith Sweat here because he's an R- '90s R&B guy. But but Keith Sweat ran the Sweat Hotel on 101.5. Up in Jacksonville, yes, which we used to haunt every Thursday night. Mm-hmm. From I believe it was like it was at it was like eight to like it was you know, eight to ten or yeah, I think somewhere. It was like eight to 10. Yeah. And Keith Sweat used to do. I don't know if he does it anymore. Probably not. Um, but he used to do the Sweat Hotel, uh, his little uh, weekly radio show. And if you know Keith Sweat or are running to play him now and play Twisted, which we all urge you to to do, mm-hmm. um, he's got a very low voice when he's really talking. Hey, you're in, you just checked into the uh, Sweat Way Hotel deeper. with Keith, Keith Way, Sweat. He, he, he's like this. Yes, this is Keith Sweat. Yeah, but when he sings, you know, he's up here, baby. Oh yeah, and we like those kind of vocalists. Man, I kind of forgot about that. You're in the sweat. Hotel. Oh my God! <laughs> it was. It was. That's my... when radio. That that was the last dying vestiges of radio. Yeah, were yeah, those yeah. years. It yeah. was like, oh six to like 2010. Yeah, it was when it still mattered. Like the imaging, the like you. It was when you still would. Oh hey, he's coming on. We get. We gotta be there for. And it. credit to you because you were one of the few people that I knew in my lifespan that was like, hey, like. Turn it on. This, yeah. Put this channel on at this time. Yeah. And this will be playing. Yeah. And like so rarely was like radio was always like a convenience item. Like you're doing something. So you put this on in the background yeah. rather than I'm tuning in to this at a specific time. Yeah. Like when it was first invented, that's what people did. Yeah. And that goes back to uh, kudos to my father. That goes back to to uh, little Steven's underground garage, mm-hmm. Silvio. Yep. That goes back to him being in high school and he ran the uh, little Stevie's underground garage that would only come on because uh, he broadcast from L.A. So it would come on at at uh, at at midnight. It was midnight to one in the morning every Sunday night. And this is before XM This is before because now yeah. now is his own channel. But that's a kudos to my father and me, me and him would stay up uh and it was the only time i was allowed to stay up 
during uh, you know high school and those type of days, and even when I was younger, and we would stay up and we would tune in and listen to Keith or uh, Keith what um, Little Steve's Underground Garage. That's probably that's where that comes from. Okay, that uh, that appointment radio. I if also you will. remember that same station did. I think it was Sunday nights, like six to eight, or maybe it was only one hour, maybe eight to nine. They they would fire off a, a a reggae playlist, and it always came correct. Yeah, it was on one of those. It wasn't. Yeah, any like the regular ones. It was on. But like that's the it. Option. They they were like, we're not gonna play. You get one hour. Yeah. A week. Yeah, it was only reggae. one. Right. You yeah. tune in for this hour, yeah. and then we're done. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, but let's get into the episode, episode 105, um, and talk to me about Ronnie Hawkins. Ronnie Hawkins. I know you loved it. I did love it. Um, and I want you to know that uh, a specific song inspired, and, and I know that you love this about me, inspired a new playlist. A new genre. Uh, not, I would say... And I think that you understand this and probably our listeners. It's not just a genre. It's like the uh, a kink sub sub genre right. of a main genre. Yeah. So, I had a listener. I had a listener to cut you off real quick. I had a listener this week. Um, I don't know what episode they were listening to, but I had a listener uh, 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 text me and say, man, Jordan is obsessed with with knowing the genre of like any said artist doesn't matter like whoever you're talking he's obsessed with wanting to you know pigeonhole and corner them into a a not not multiple a genre and i'm like you can be you can be multiple, I've talked about that with but you. you have to but if we if we boil you down just like you can on anything in the world there's one thing that you would categorize it as and that's what i need to know yeah, it's it's something that we've talked about like many times, in which I love that about you. Yep. But uh, uh, I'm sorry, keep going about. Um. So uh, the song I think might have been either the first or the second one, Mary Lou. Yes. Um, and that made me, and I actually almost I had the the text teed up to send to you, but I said, you know what, let me wait um on this because I wanted to see what I could kind of put together. So I made my own playlist called Juke Joint. Which is now on Jaylit the Kid on Spotify. Go check it out. I put a couple in there. Um, so I want you to kind of check that out, but also I want you to listen to it. And I need more of that music. It's I, like that fifties, yeah. sixties, juke joint, funk, soul, doo wop. A little bit mixed in there. I need that. Yeah, I already made one. I can send it over to you. It's called uh, Hill Countryside uh, Hits. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah. So, but Mary Lou, Ronnie Hawkins. That song to me, Mary it's Lou. Like, if I believe was one of the songs in when I tell the story about Ronnie Hawkins was when um, it's when he got the the band behind him. Yes. Yeah. 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 You could tell it was like one of his. I think it was like his base first, like his. But it was also because they were you know they all they was covered back then in the fifties. Yeah. It was one of it, like his first. Well, to me, that though was the one where I'm like, okay. He might have played that at like a big venue after, right? But he made that song early, and yeah. it was at a juke joint that they like. It was yeah. popping on a Friday night at eleven thirty p.m. Yeah, that was when he was with the brothers. Yes. Yeah. So that one, I was like, okay, I don't really like say no more, fam. The rest, 
we're all good here. Hell yeah. But so that that kind of set me off on, you know, sometimes you get into a playlist and you're like fighting to like it. You want to like it, but <laughs> yes. it just doesn't do it for you. It's not moving your mind. But then other times you start a playlist and it starts strong and you're right. like, oh, the rest of this doesn't even need to be that good. Like, yes. I'm already good here. Okay. I'll so that was Ronnie stuff. Hawkins. I'll feed you some stuff. Yeah. 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 So that was Ronnie Hawkins for me. Um, and yeah, the Juke Joint playlist, it is... Uh, in progress. Nice. That's yes. why we do it. That's why. That's why we do it. That's why we do it. Um, another uh, reason why we do it is because we like to learn things on this podcast. In Jordan, what did you learn this week? Okay, so I have uh, I have my main thing, but I also have a little side dish for you. Cool. Uh, back to the baby stuff. I was sitting in, and I didn't ask the doctor this. Because I couldn't wait for the doctor to come in. I had to just look it up. Mm-hmm. But my question was, um, can babies fart in the womb? Okay. No. That seems like it would start like an, like, you know, an aneurysm or like some type of I don't know. An embolism or what they call They're it. They're kind of just like in their own little bubble, though. They're, they're, in their, think- they're in their bag. I was literally thinking about... Because, you, you know, I had a lovely weekend of you and your wife calling me multiple times, like calling me. Because I'm a big caller guy. Yep. And you guys called me multiple times this weekend of just like. You keep me on the phone probably the longest of anyone <laughs> that's in my regular circle. Like, yeah. not, I'm not talking the friend that, you know, calls you every couple months and you're like, you know, that's going to be a chat. Yeah. Like, I call you to say one thing <laughs> right. and I look at my phone and yeah. it'll say 32 minutes and eight seconds. Yeah. But I had the pleasure of getting a couple like really good phone calls with you. And, and the second time on the Sunday, uh, um, we, I had found myself thinking about your wife and I was like, inside of her right now is a fully grown baby. Oh, yeah. That's wild to me. Oh, yeah. Keep going. So what I really learned this week, uh, besides obviously the little baby thing that I'm really glad I looked up and didn't ask the doctor, uh, was that a very prestigious local watering hole has had a little scandal. And Fort Lauderdale local? Fort Lauderdale local. And that is where uh, my beautiful wife and I and wedding party gallivanted towards at the end of our night elbow room and that is the elbow room what happened now reports uh because at first i thought this was a whodunit but there's a lot of information that hasn't really come across the wire or they haven't released yet so this is this is probably going to be cleaned up in the Janney's closet in a couple weeks okay but we have a 911 call from the residents of the co-owner of elbow room and someone is on the phone saying she went over the balcony and hit the concrete. Please get here. Ambulance now. Hang up. And it that was about two weeks ago. And said lady owner has passed. What? And it is being Wait. someone was taken into custody custody as a domestic dispute is what they're currently saying. So just to get. This story straight. The call, the 911 call came from the residence of the owner. We yes. don't know who was on the phone, but they said she someone's over, going overboard. She went over the railing and oh, hit the concrete. 
We need you here. Get an ambulance and here now. And then now we know that she's dead. So she Correct. was the she one fought. that... She, she fought for a little bit. She was the one that went over. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. And In the middle so, of spring break? That's that. There were so many parallels. Did she take a like, spring breaker home? I don't know. I mean, we don't know what's going on right now. Um, so we're waiting to see. But then, of course, I looked up, you know, has anything else happened at Elbow Room? Oh, and, well, don't go down that rabbit hole. Well, first I mean, off, there's a lot of bars in the world named the Elbow Room. So I had to make sure I had it spelled right. You know, there's no Sam's W. w no, there's w. no W. Yeah, Sans W. I like but that. But there was, yeah, there's been a bunch of murders, stabbings, and shootings all. It's been around uh, for a while. Yeah. It's been around for a while. But that's that's what I, I chalked it up to. I was like, if you're a bar and you're around for 50 if years. If you're a bar that's been around for 50 You're going to have a couple stabbings. If you're a bar and you've been around for 50 years and on Fort Lauderdale Beach and you're, you're cash only, guess what? Honestly, if you've been around that long and you haven't had a shooting, I'm wondering why you're still around. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What okay. I All right, so, but that, you're going to keep us. To, uh, you're going to keep. Is, is the word uh, abreast to that? Um, is it abreast? Uh, you, you, know, yes. you know what I'm saying? What I'm trying to say? Yes. Keep me abreast. Is it keep me abreast to that situation? Is it abreast or abreast? Abreast. 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 Right? There's a T on there, but I don't know if we're we're not using utilizing correctly? that right. All right, I'm gonna go abreast. But and... yeah, I will keep you abreast. Okay. I think we are. Uh, I don't know. Okay. But yeah, so Stay that, on that I, what I learned this week is that. Um, you know, a local favorite and, uh, you know, wedding night. I haven't heard that. Watering hole. I haven't heard that. Yeah. That's exciting. Shockwaves locally. Because we like that shit. Mm -hmm. We like that true crime. Oh, yeah. Oh, by the way, now that you just reminded me, the Murdoch mu murders. Mm -hmm. Remember how, like, you know, I've been keeping everyone abreast of that whole entire situation? Maybe. Yes. You mean maybe to the word or maybe to the... Maybe to the word, yes, to I remember you doing it. Okay, thank you. Uh, we have a bit of new information. Uh, the only surviving son, um, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, not Boogie, or it's it's one of those. Not cool. the murdered son. That's Alex. Yeah. The, the his name is like Boogie, Boogie Murda or whatever. Uh, whatever. I can't remember his name, but he was also, if you remember, like, uh, was possibly gay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the, the father-son resentment. And then, yeah, and then, like, the person that he was, like, gay with, like, a month or two later, like, died. Yes. In a car accident Mysterious or whatever. Mysterious circumstances. Right, right, This week? No. Pulling up the body. Oh, they exhumed it. I saw that. They pulled up the, they're pulling up the body because they initially didn't do any, um, oh, they pulled up the body and they have uh, put the, you know, whatever it is to the judge, we want a rape kit. Ooh. We want to test buttholes. We want to test bony buttholes. Got to do it. Got to do it. Got to do it. So we're back. Okay. Yep. Thank you. Thank you for that update. Mm -hmm. Alex, what did you learn this week? So I kind of uh, told you and your wife, again, you know, call back to just, you know, you guys calling me and, you know, to, like, you know doing what I do. I had told you about the anime, the new animated show on Netflix called uh, Agent Elvis. Uh, I might, I don't know if I was around. I for think this you might part. still be in the shower, maybe. Yeah. Okay. So there's a new animated show on Netflix uh, called Agent Elvis. I love it. I'm obsessed with it. It is um, one fully uh, has been okayed by the Elvis estate. 
So you you get all of the his actual real songs are playing throughout it. Okay. It's not like you know covers. It's like his his estate has agreed to like yeah you can play his songs. And the premise of the show is about his life and things that he's done. But he's also just like a Bond agent. He's like a spot like he's a yes. He's an it's Elvis, but he's a fucking agent know, Elvis. His name it's Agent Elvis, and he's like killing him. And he's like wasn't he given like an wasn't he made an FBI agent Richard Nixon or was he, it Nixon or Reagan I, or I think it was Nixon. It was Nixon too. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah remember yeah. he stormed in there because he uh, he like he was deemed like a CIA operative or they, something. They they well I think they gave him like a DEA like yeah, badge or something. Or something. Okay, yeah. but I. I think, but but so what, that's probably what spurned all this, right? Right. So, but but the episodes are is the aid the Elvis in it is like he's like in between doing like shows at Vegas or like going to play like you know Altamont or like Woodstock, but he's like fighting crime. Um. All right. Watching that tonight. We've been we've, Elvis. We need a good wreck. So Elvis thank you. is uh his um his voiceover is Matthew McConaughey. Perfect. He has a like his Robin to like you know his his other his other yeah. that helps him out is played by Sweet D from Always Sunny. Say no more, fam. I'm in. There's um there's a like another like roadie like it's like you know a roadie guy um that is uh, played by Johnny Knoxville voiceover or oh voiceover God. is not Johnny Knoxville and then this is where I get back to the what did you learn this week. There's a monkey. He has a pet. He has a monkey called Scatter that is just like he's also helps him fight crime. And this monkey Scatter is a beast. Okay. So Alex, what does he do? He's watching the show. He's loving the show, and he's like, "I bet these characters are real." Because it always says Priscilla Presley is executive produced, and there's like you know the music, and I'm just like, "I bet it feels like this is premised on loosely truth." Stuff. Okay. So Alex looks up everybody, you know, all the people that are in it. Yeah. And he finds out Scatter the Monkey is a real person. Sweet. So Elvis, FBI agent Elvis Presley had a partner in crime monkey. No, this is the real part. The real Elvis Presley had a pet monkey named Scatter. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They but took he, that from. Oh, I see what you. <laughs> so uh, in Scatter, this kid. An absolute menace. So uh, they he he gets scatter from when he was early on. He was playing um, like this Memphis showcases, like weekly uh, thing, like that was uh, uh, on TV that was only in the Memphis area, and it, and it involved like this chimp, and the chimp would like do like stupid funny things, and Elvis got big, and he's like, Yo, I want that chimp. Yeah, I have the money, and he was like, I want Scott Graceland. Let me get that. I want to. I want to pal around with this chimp. And not only did he, so the chimp starts palling around with Elvis. Elvis starts teaching this chimp how to like. First of all, wh drink whiskey with him. Of course. Uh, pinch girls' asses. I mean, look up girls' asses, their skirts. Of course. Like, and just, just, just do just general dirtbaggery shit. Perfect. So this chimp scatter is. Just like all I was reading about it and like all the housekeepers when they interviewed him and like the tour man and everyone, they were just like, this chimp was just like a maniac because it would just like drink fucking whiskey all day and like 
do just crazy wild shit. And then we come on like this, like all the movie sets and like come into the studio and stuff. And it got, and like Elvis the whole time's like, well, what you mean? This guy's the man. Well, you know, like, I'm not yeah. getting rid of He doesn't see any of the, the negatives. Everyone's like, get rid of this chip. Like it's like the thing's wild. Like it's sexually abusing women. And so finally, um, he was like, all right, fine. Like, I, like, well, we, we got to tame this kid because he was never in town. The chip would stay at like, you know, in Graceland, like when he would go out, like once it started getting crazy, because apparently it's, it, it developed a pretty bad alcohol addiction. As they do. These, this chip was just chugging bourbon, apparently. Love it. And so Scatter is a real person, real chimp. They had to put it in a, um, a, it wasn't a, even a regular cage. It was like a cage where the bars were like, I think they were like frozen or cold. So like even the chimp just like wouldn't grab the bars and the chimp was just crazy. Love all this. Yeah. So Chip was the the scatter's a real person, you know, died obviously, you know, like probably of like, you know, bad things, but it, you know, died. But Scatter's a real person. Watch Agent Elvis. I'm obsessed. Tonight. Yeah. We'll have my review. It's so dope, dude. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's so dope. Um before we fully dive into the episode here. And we haven't done this in a while. Uh, I want to bring back the Nuck If You Puck Let's do it. Segment. Mike, cue the music. Cue we the bought, music. We bought, we bought Crime Mob's discography, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike, you were supposed to do that. He's shaking his head. He's shaking. <laughs> it wasn't expensive. It wasn't. Like, we bought it posthumously. Like, you know, yeah. after, what's her name? Gangsta Boo. No, no, no. That it was a uh, diamond, or one of those girls died. Gangsta Boo. Oh, oh yeah, Gangsta Boo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. But uh, I want to bring out the Nugget Buck. Nugget yeah. Buck. Okay. And there's been a reason why, like you know, we kind of haven't like, talked about it because you know Panthers have been playing up and well. down season. Uh, we have now officially Panthers, the Florida Panthers hockey team. Fuck you. Oh, not where I thought we were going. We're not making the playoffs. now. I mean, the, like a miracle would have to happen. This was a huge weekend that we were coming up to. This, was a, this, this last Thursday was a huge Thursday for the Panthers. They're about three points out for, for, for the wild card, which, mind you, let's give everyone like the backstory. We won the President's Cup last year. President Cups mean you had the best record in the goddamn fucking whole entire league. Mm. Okay? So we come into a very crucial weekend, dude. We've lost all four. Oh, no. Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, and then we lost last, yeah, last night. We so, lost four in a row right when it's crucial. Shit the bed. Shit the bed. I want to. I want to say, for the Panthers, you let me down. It's unexcusable what you're doing. We can talk about the coach, but we won't. He'll be gone if he's not. Again, knock if you puck. We'll come back again. We'll talk about that. But it's inexcusable. The season that you've had from going to where you were last year to where you are now, and where you were last year, you had Jonathan Huberdo on the team. Just had the most points out of anyone, and then you traded him away in the offseason because you didn't want to pay him. And you picked up another guy named Matthew Kachuk, and he was, you know, you paid a little bit good, for though. him. 
He was amazing this year. He was better than what Huberto was last season. So we're pissed. Fuck you. Fuck you. I don't like saying it, but I ride with you. I'm, I'm, and I'm, if, and you are the, the correspondent between the two of us. I'm pissed. If you're saying fuck off, Ice Cats, I'm with you. We're not getting any fucking playoff Panthers, and it's inexcusable. And we've watched this meltdown happen for months now. And, but when it comes down to this last fucking weekend, a crucial, and then you, like, and, and also, if you go two and two, kind of pissed still because it's crucial time but you but lose, you're fighting you lose all four dog mm. so i'm done okay now and i'm gonna say um my sister fell victim to this over the weekend or last week and it got me thinking what and i have a, a short list here but i wanted to workshop this with you what are the um like things that people are doing activities, whatever you want to call it, where like they can't help, but immediately put it on Instagram. So I have a list here of some things that if you do this, like the questions, like, did you even do this? Cause you didn't post it on Instagram. There's certain things that people have to put on there. And the first one I have is, uh, whenever they're like doing something at the gym. Yeah. Right. Yeah, That's yeah, a big one. Yeah. Yeah. And I would even couple that with like people that just like, like people that uh, drink uh, like the green, like, you know, vegan shakes. Okay. The like shake community. Know. They have to let you know that like, Hey, I don't drink coffee in the morning. I drink fucking grass. Yes. You know what I mean? Now, this is the one my sister fell victim to. Cause uh, I, I, I like what I like. I like what you're doing now because you're so right. If you go to the gym and uh, Joel's, wi gains. Joel's wife is not going to like what I'm saying, but if you go she to She looks so good, though. She looks amazing. I mean, can you say, would it, would it be bad to say better than, bef like, better than anything before? It's wild. And, and before was, was great. She has the Tom Brady thing where she's getting she older, <laughs> but she's looking better while that's not what the gen pop is doing. Right. So there's she's, like some resentment. There's some beauty resentment there. Oh, I you got down to oh, does does Joel's wife, does she have a, a, a live-in um dietitian and, and chef? No. Wow. But if you are a gym hardo, yeah, and you're posting all the time that you go. Cause I'm not against like, you know, Hey, I have a gym membership. Like if I were to get a gym membership tomorrow, don't laugh. Don't laugh. Stop laughing. I'm not laughing. You just laughed. Well, that was induced by what you said. Um, I'll, I might post that like the second or third time of, Hey, out here, getting it. Hashtag out here, getting it, which is fine. But if, you know, you threw that on the story, okay, no big deal. Not even not even going there. You make the post, okay. Different. But now every time, and this is the this is the big one right here. This is what started the whole conversation. What? Because my sister fell, fell victim to this. Uh, when you go snowboarding. Anyone that goes snowboarding has to immediately let everyone else in the world know that they went snowboarding. God, it's so they true. They can't do anything else other than let everyone know that they went snowboarding as soon as they finish 
snowboarding. Sometimes you'll even know during that they're snowboarding. This is so good. Right? This is so good. I mean, that's one where... Jordan, it's so true. I And it's not, once even again... Even if you're a seasoned vet snowboarder, as soon as fresh pow pow you'll be you'll be on you'll be you'll be on the fucking the ski lift just like doing a video like we out here yeah oh yeah what is up with like wrecking ridge and like you know just you wanting to have- now let me just say let me just get out on the front end of this there's nothing wrong with snowboarding i'm sure it's great and i totally can understand why it would be a passion for a lot of people well now can i also say cuz i think it just it just dawned on me too you're also guys 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 you're also listening to a couple of cutie patooties that just don't snowboard no we are we down do in sunny s- south florida we don't snowboard snow snowboard like we don't we've i've never done it I have I've skied once, never uh, snowboarded. Right, so like we maybe there's a little bias in our a but, thousand percent, but we're still going to stand by our man. If we were totally biased and loved snowboarding and we're posting about it all the time, obviously we would still admit to this. I feel like you and I would post a hot chocolate before we got on the lift. See, that's where I know that your true genius will shine out because. You're not saying, hey, look at me, everybody. I'm snowboarding. This hot chocolate. You have the photo of the 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 hot chocolate, couple of malos on the top. Yeah. And in the background, I can see the mountain with the fresh pow. Yeah. So and, and I you know what I'm what, doing. You know, I know what you're doing, but you're not you're not you're not like outwardly overtly saying and, what you're doing. And that's a nuance that you like that you would do is that's you that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. That would be like, you know, actually what I'm doing is in the background check out this hot chalk right now so that that is another one um it's a really then, good one right it's a really good one well, it i saw it and Alice, i love no you one. but i immediately wrote it down as soon as i saw because it. it's a weird thing about fresh powder and people not being around fresh powder they have to let them know about the fresh powder yeah you know look we get it we got well it. actually we don't get it we, we you we you and i don't get it but <laughs> i can I, see but, how you get it but I, but I could, yeah, but I just, I just know me and I won't ever, but if I would ever go out on the fresh powder, I'd probably post to me too. <laughs> now the last one I have, uh, and I'm curious if you might have any, but the, the other one, and I, I look, I get this once again, it's probably a- would do it, but when someone pops out of the country and they go somewhere other than where they're from just the foreign trip i think i think and this is a beautiful thing i think where what what you have finally you know come to and welcome Mm. we're getting a little sick of social media dude Oh, I done been sick. We're, We're a little sick of social media and you and i are like really bad on social media like we don't post you don't post shit unless it's like really meaningful. And the same thing goes to me. But the really meaningful things to me are like music. So like I'll post just music all the time. But it's you and I, we don't take pictures of our spaghetti at the at at the fucking Italian place. We don't we don't let people know that like, hey I actually do take a lot of photos, but But you don't post. I don't post and like whenever wife and I go somewhere uh, like we've done this every time we go to New Orleans, when we went to Puerto Rico, but we will always make like a shared album and take a bunch of photos just so we can see what each other 
like what we did. And it's like reminders of, oh, well, on this day we did this and this. Right. And this. But it's for us to look at. It's not yeah. like for everyone. Yeah. Social media is just annoying. Where I think I think what we're getting at is in in and I'm glad you brought this up. The look at me Louie stuff, mm. it's getting a little old, guys. And I know that like social media was like, you know, it kinda like was the like that was what everyone does and they still do. But I think other people out there, I think the audience member like the listeners too will like also understand and they get they get it. The look at me Louie stuff, no one gives a shit. Nope. No one. Nope. Nope. Now do you can you think of any off the top of your head? that that fall kind of into well just this like category honest it's i mean to me like whenever i see somebody when i'm scrolling and i see like just the overhead fucking iphone you know click of the picture of like i said your uh your grilled octopus at said you know bar i'm just like no one gives two shits that you ate out tonight mm. no one cares about that uh, the shake thing, that one always is hilarious to me, but this is the other one I will give you too. Ready for it? Mm-hmm. The yoga. Ooh. And when you do like the sped up video of and you doing like y- the 10 different positions. Dude, it's why you and I are just like linked up and forever just like, you know, lover boys for life. You knew that was where my next step was going because the yoga posts are always now time lapse and sped up. Hey, guess what? Tell him. No one gives two shit, and your ass looks terrible in those little lemons. I was gonna say it looks good. Well, of course it looks, it looks good, good, but I gotta, but oh, I gotta okay. about a yet. Okay. It looks great. So, uh, three zero five seven four one thirty six seventy one. If you guys have any uh, ones that you think like people cannot do, I like that list without without they can't do this activity without posting it. But also, too, I also want to turn the list into for like you know the listeners that like call or text in 305-741-3671 is I mm. think the list can also be slash what are the nor- like the normal like annoying posts that you see that you're just like dead. Yeah, those two. Right. Yeah. Right. Now look, the internet is undefeated. Okay? Never lost. Never lost. And there are certainly plenty of things I love about it. Like, but, you know, once again, uh, send us what your what your lists are if you have any good ones out there. Um and speaking of that list, I have here, um, now, this all came on. This was something that you wrote on the show sheet that I got real excited about. Because I told you about, a, uh, I, I, sorry, I, I told you about my dreams. Yes. Now, is this that- is a little bit different, and I, I, I wrote that to be very um, just perplexing. And, okay. And, and uh, so, we were talking about, my wife turned to me and she goes, what's something like, you've never done or like had the opportunity to do like even from like a child like your childhood dream and she she came up with the and this was like a weird thing for her when she was little but she always wanted to have her own like one of those giant traffic cones okay right okay which okay so she asked me and which i thought was obviously very bizarre but when you're like six, I can see like that traffic cone. You see them all the time. Like, I want one of those. I mean, I, don't know. I mean, who the fuck wants a traffic cone, dude? Right. But that made I started thinking, and I hit her back with this one right away. So, what are like the childhood dreams or things that you've always wanted to do, like lifelong bucket lists? Now, these can be things that you could actually still do, 
or situations and, and stuff that, you know, would obviously never happen because I have one of those on my list. Play the guitar. Play the guitar? Yeah. Like, it's... shred on the guitar, though. Play the guitar, know how to play the guitar. I wish I would have, like, you know, totally learned how to do that. And it's also a reoccurring, you know, like those reoccurring dreams you have, like you being naked in school, whatever. I have a reoccurring dream that I've had since, you know, whenever, forever. And I still have to this day a reoccurring dream, dream of me in my dream playing. And it's always an electric guitar plugged into an amp. And I'm I know exactly how to play it. I'm shredding on it, and um, I'm like, it's like either in a session. It's never like a concert. It's always like you know in the studio or like you know at someone's house like jamming. And I'm shredding and like on the guitar, and I'm playing like that bluesy solo shit that like you know you and I you and I love, and I'm just hitting notes. I love that. That's I always wish I knew how to play the, the Now that's a that's a childhood dream that I that I think falls on the under the category of you could still do that. I won't. No, I know you won't, but technically you could still learn that skill. Are you so are you asking one that I definitely won't? Well, I have some of both. Okay. So the first thing that when she asked me this, I turned to her and after I said it she goes, "Oh, like you had that teed up. Like you want to do that." <laughs> And I was like, kind of yeah. like what I did there. Yes. And so one of the things I've always wanted to do is I want to gallop full speed on a horse. Like open, open, prairie. open prairie. Like Cheyenne. Yeah! Cheyenne. Okay. Yes. Yes. Open prairie. God. Just full I wanna, speed. I want to also say I want to do that too. Okay. Because one... I don't think people realize that full gallop, it's a thing. Oh, yeah. Like, it's a, you have to get the horse. You have to, like, there's got to, it's almost like sea legs on a boat, like, where you're using, like, some serious, like, you know, lower body. Whole body. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, that full speed. Full speed. Yeah. People are chasing you with guns. It's old, it's an old Western, and there's a gulch just up in front that you need to get around. Oh, uh, dude. I don't know what gulch means, but I, I love that. Me either. Dude, yes. I love that. Okay. Now, the next one could still happen, but I don't really see a feasible way. And this is another one I... I the I, horse one's definitely happen because your back's fucked. Yes. Well, okay. I don't. I think honestly. Ah. Well, when you hear this one, you might. When you hear the next couple, that might be the most realistic. Okay. Okay. So the next one I have is I want to just take off. Uh, I, I I tell work, hold on, I need three months, and just I want to just step in for a full uh, a full match in the boxing ring. Just train for three months. God, these, give, these are good. I want to do that give, too. Give me an opponent that I meet early on and just you go over, you know, you're in Russia. I'm here in Philadelphia and I'm just going to train for three months and then 12 full rounds. Let's just see what happens. Let the cards fall where they may. I love this because this, this is another thing too that I've thought, like, you know, I've thought about with, because um, you know me, I I think as of myself as a self-proclaimed thespian. Okay, not where I thought you were going with that. But do you, would you not agree? Well, yes. Kicking and screaming, giving me that. 
Um, and I've always thought about, uh, you know, an actor, if I was, if I was an actor, I, I would, if I was, if I were getting to Hollywood, I would obviously get into Hollywood as a comedian being like, you know, a Jonah Hill, a Seth Rogen, you know, kind of picking a lot of Jews right now, dude. I love them. I know. Um, and then I've always thought about like those actors, like if an actor, if someone, like, if a director, or someone can just said, Hey, I got this role for you, but you have to like lose 40 pounds and get into shape. And like, you know, let's say it's like, you know, a boxing, like, you know, uh, character, whatever, would you do it? And I've all like, and, and also too, like, you know, the Christian Bale thing of like, Hey, would you starve yourself or would you like bulk up and like do a thing? And I've always thought, so about you want to, you want to, st- your childhood dream. What I'm hearing is you want to star in a movie where you are a serious method actor. I'm Daniel day Lewis. Yes. Yeah. And I've okay. always been like, yeah, I'm, I would definitely do that. And I would, <laughs> and I would kill it. You're like, I'll be chiseled up. You're like fat and on the couch eating like a donut and your agent calls and he's like Daniel Day Lewis. I'm eating I'm eating flayed me hot Cheetos and, and, and I and, and I have them on speaker because I can't touch my phone with my yeah. with my hands. Daniel Day Lewis fell over the railing at the elbow bar and he needs you to take this role. You need to lose fifty pounds. You have three months and you need to and we're flying you out to Zanzibar. And I go I and, and I go I take my hand out of the out of the flaming hot cheetos bag i dust them off and i go say no more and he goes all right and he hangs up i roll up the bag throw it in the trash wash my hands and then i go on to like you know the internet and i and i go best trainer in 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 fort lauderdale I'm picturing that your agent has. Uh, I like that you're in Fort Lauderdale for this, by the way. <laughs> I, <laughs> I have your. I haven't, I haven't moved to La La Land. I have your agent being like, uh, "So, are you going to take it?" And you're like, and he just hears you crinkle the bag up, and he goes, "I'll take that as a yes." Ding dong, and you just go and open. Fuck and, your life. And it's just a drill sergeant ready just to take you into it's major the, pain. Major pain is taking you up into Laurel Canyon. And now you're just doing, you know, just whatever. You're doing lunges. And you burpees. and I haven't talked for months. No. Yeah. You, you're growing a big beard. But you know because why. Because you're so focused and locked in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that for yeah, you. Yeah, Now, another childhood dream, and I'm glad because, you know, we were talking true crime earlier, is uh, another childhood and current dream of mine is I want to be inserted into an investigation as a detective on a murder and or serial killer hunt. I know what you want to be. I know what you... If there's one thing that Jordan wishes, that if he knew the information and he would go back to college and, and, and he would do that, I it would be... You want to be one of those FBI, like, profilers that, yep. like, tell, like, the forensic... Behavioral like, analysis. Yeah. You want to be the person that's like, I know what this sick fuck's doing. I'm like standing over like this mangled corpse and I'm like 33 to 38 white male 57 to 510 mommy issues woman issues you and, get all and, and the he's info got a, and he's got a limp and you maybe maybe lost a toe you in get an early all, childhood accident you get all the info and then and then I have I I I have you doing the Nicolas Cage in Gone in 60 Seconds when they're doing low rider after they're about to go out and like steal all the cars. Yep. And I have you, great scene. And I have you doing the Nicholas Cage, like where he takes like both of his hands. Yep. And he's like, Brian Windhorse thing. Yeah. He's doing like the, yeah. And he's just like, 
He's in his he's in his head. He's in his head. And then remember, he goes, uh, "All right, let's go." Yep. I, and then you go. And then you go. He's from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Yep. Uh, his mother is probably single. He does not have a father. And uh, he's going to live within a hundred yards of a river. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And in public school, and they're like, "Huh?" And they look it up, and it's that. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to be in like a, an investigation. I want to be, you know, not necessarily. I don't need to be the lead detective, but it's me and my partner, and we have we have a who done it. Right. Yeah. That and I think that's always and, something. And you're and you pride yourself on being a hundred percent on on the case. Yep. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so I want to see like if I could if I could solve it. I think you could. Me too. Yeah. Now this last one, I think you'll find very funny, and if and and, and you'll see how I've gone from something all of somewhat, these are amazing, somewhat realistic to now we are gonna go. Yeah, you have built it in a way where like the ones at the top they weren't you like could, you it, could I did this do, list organically. Yeah, but like now that we're at the FBI thing, like that one's kind of like you know you would have to put in some serious work to go back on that and like you know give up. You know, yeah, well, I gotta the be. A, I gotta be a street cop. I gotta work my way through the beat up to become a detective. Then, of course, I have to be noticed by the FBI for my cunning That'll skills. Take years. I gotta get into Quantico, get out of Quantico, and I mean, by Did then, you get kicked out of Quantico. No, in and out. I gotta go in, graduate, get, get out. You know, then I gotta be a shitty field agent. Yeah. Then I get to the behavioral analysis, and that's the stuff that really gets you off because you graduated with a psych degree, correct? Mm-hmm. You criminal justice minor. See? See? God damn. Now, this last one, um, this is going to be the most, obviously, this could never happen. But I want to be, once again, inserted into a major battle right as it was about to occur as, like, infantry. Like like Renaissance medieval? No, put me on the boat at D-Day and let me see... If I can liberate some fucking Frenchman. Dude, I thought about D-Day a lot. You see? I thought about D-Day now, a lot. Now, that would be like, I don't want to go to Vietnam. Like, I think that's a war. You think Vietnam's worse than coming up, pull, pulling up on D-Day? <sighs> yeah. I thought about D-Day a lot. Guess what I'm doing? Yeah? You know, I'm pulling up on like one of those, what are they called? The, uh, like, you know. Uh, small Vespa? No, the uh, oh yeah, the like the, like the uh, Saving the Private amphibi- Ryan, yeah, the amphibious things that just like the I want to be in like the boat. They take out the latches, the door falls <laughs> into the water, and they're saying, "Go claim that berm." Guess what I'm doing? What are you doing? I'm running out, and I'm jumping in the water, and then swimming behind the vessel. <laughs> It's <laughs> sitting there until either dark comes mm. or like, you know, I, I, I feel like there's not a lot of bullets coming around the vessel anymore. And then I'm still just sta- I'm staying in the water. I and- feel like your lieutenant is going to be like, Benson, get in here. And he he's not polo. He's not going to let you. He's not going <laughs> to let you. Polo? No, he's not going to let you do that. He saw me do it. Yeah, he saw. He's seeing you slink around the side of the boat, and that's not gonna fly. And I'm and, all right. So let me tell you this: if that happens, and I'm I'm behind the boat, just scared shitless, just pissing in the ocean, mm-hmm. and the lieutenant comes around and goes, "I saw what you did," and grabs you like in the ocean. I'm grabbing like hopefully I have, like my pistol out of like my boot, shooting him in the face. Mm. Get off me, dude! 
Yeah. Not for me, dude. But I want to see if I could be that. a part of like an epic battle. Now, it's not like I don't have this life. Put me back in there and just I'll continue to live. Like if I die, it's like a video game. It's just over. I did not accomplish the goal. And then I just come right back to now. When you come out of that, you know, D-Day thing, you don't want, you don't want to be up front, right? Well, no. Imagine being seated up front. Imagine, imagine. Now you can, I'll let you play devil's advocate on, like, I, you don't have to be a frontline infantryman. Like, if you want to do some dog fighting up in the sky. Okay. All you. Okay, I, all right, I see what you mean. You maybe, just want to get in that ass. Maybe you, you want to be up in there. Uh, a sniper. I don't know. I'm just saying, you wanna, like, you, you got to pick You got to pick a duty and you got to survive. That's the game. And, and, and Survive in advance. But you're, you're going to see action. Oh, yeah. Right. I mean, D-Day, like, I'm picking something where there's no choice. Like, you have I the like ocean that. behind you and you have the land in front of you. All of those you. were really amazing because I agree with all of those. Like, all, all, I believe it was four. All four of those, I would, I want to, I would love to do. Right? You know? But I like yours, too. I like the act, like, throw a script at me and I got to do the whole movie and let's just see how this thing goes. Yeah. So, but yeah, so once again, it's 305-741-3671. Let's hear your childhood dreams. Yes. Let's hear the things that, you know, that are on, you know, they could be bucket list items. They could be, you know, you want to be arm in arm with me at, at Normandy. Yeah. You, you let me know, you know, we, we want to know what those are. Do you have any other ones by any chance um, that you could think of or? Um, I... Not yours were like yours were awesome because they were like real life, like really cool shit, like things that like you know push you. Like the the horse thing was awesome because I was like, man, people don't realize how much like a full gallop actually really one how cool it would be and how much like kind of goes into it. Well, to be able a, to do that. Oh yeah, there's the machismo like just side of it, but I think there's also like the very like animalistic human nature yes. of like they were doing this thousands of years ago like everyone did it and then now no one can do it and and you know i used to watch a lot of those old westerns and you'd see them like take off or just be very skilled on a horse and yes. you're like wow that's such like a cool thing to be able to do yeah and they were in those and especially in those old westerns they would be doing like riding up a mountain or a hill yes it's just like no it looks cool but like when you're actually doing it like, people actually did that. Yeah. So, yeah, the galloping full speed. But that is the one I had cocked and loaded, ready just to give her. Love that. Because that's something that, you Love know. Love that. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? We still got, we got, we got some time. I I think out of, so you said the galloping. You we got said the boxing match. The boxing match. You said the. I'm a detective. Like, and the detective or the D-Day stuff. Yeah. I think out of those four, if I were to rank them, one being the most uh, achievable. I mean, I think they were right in order, right? I would say horse is most achievable. Um, I would say number two is the Creed stuff. Really? I, I could see you yeah, absolutely yeah. getting after it and slimming down and like Well, I think like taking on I could join a I could join a boxing gym right now and I could train there and then be like, yo, 
you know, it's obviously not going to be like a legal sanctioned fight, but set up, set me up a fight with someone my age that hasn't had any, yeah. yeah, Or like very little experience. Right. You let them train me train and you know, on, on, you know, new year's Eve at 11 PM, we will start the fight and I knock him out right at new year's. Yeah. Then I kiss Adrian. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then probably I have third would be FBI, uh, um, behavioral like thing. Yeah. The BAU. And then D day. Yeah. 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 I think they're kind of in the order, right? Yeah. Well, I think you switched around two and three. I think, or I switched around two and three. Yeah. So yeah, those are that's that's kind of my Let's list. Let's do the galloping thing, dude, together. I'm down with you that. You want? You want in? I would love to gallop with you, dude. Right? Because I would just be very liberating. You said that, and I was just like, you know what? Not a lot of people and and I hate to say this because like I don't want to compare I don't we don't live our lives like we compare them to someone else, but not a lot of people have ever galloped yeah. and done that. And that's one of those like things that's just like Yo, I'm one with this animal, and this this animal's one with the the earth, and we're just speeding. We're going a good twenty miles an hour. Oh, minimum. You know, yeah, in, in South Dakota. Mm-hmm. I, I want. I would now, like to do that. In the visual that I gave my wife, I did have a situation where I made you get like, long hair. Like in the movies, I made some type of like curt statement, jumped on the horse, gave it like a yeah. Hit it on its on its ass. It bucks the front, and we do like the you you hit it freeze frame right there. I'm like on the back da, legs. Da, da, yes, da, it does that. We land, and then I just you know with both of my the spurs, the spurs. And the spurs in my boots, I just let the horse have it, and we're out of there. Oof. That's that's actually okay. How so, it would go. All right, so you and I are gonna do this, okay. and we're gonna need to hire a videographer. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, Scott Piper, that is what we both want for our bro gift exchange. Please. We want to go to Southwest Ranches Please. and we want to do a day of horse riding where by the end of it, we can be at full speed. Thank you. Thank you in advance. Yep. Uh, you ready to get into this? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's go. So this week's Peacock in Music is uh is and I know I say it all the time, but it's one of those that I've had on the list for a while. Um I'm always trying to spread it around and not do only white old men in rock and roll from the 70s. Yep. And you do a good job of mixing it around though. This is this tapestry has many different uh, color shapes and sizes woven into it. So I had this one on the list for a while, and I do not believe that you know who it is, and I think it's going to absolutely freak you out in a good way. 
I always have mixed feelings when it comes to this because I'm like, I do the, oh my God, this is so great. Thank you so much. I love you for showing this to me. Mm. But also it's like, I've known you for 15 years. Why didn't you tell me about this anytime before this? Peaches. 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 Mm. 1980s. Born uh, 19, 19, 19, she was, yeah. Born 19, uh, born November 11th, 1966 to present, still alive. Okay. Electro punk. Electro punk. Okay. Uh, born uh, Meryl Nisker in Toronto, Ontario. Uh, went to uh, went to private Jewish school. Okay, big Jew, love it, and um, experienced the anti-Semitism on like a nice full effect mm. because she was not only Jewish. But um, she was a little dull. She was a little. She wasn't the smartest. Okay. So she was in like those classes, mm-hmm. and she even and she also didn't do well in those classes. And then there was a neighboring, and this is a, there was a neighboring Catholic school that she had to walk by to go home, and she would get uh, rocks thrown at her and called a dirty Jew. Mm. You know, growing up, and. I want to say this. You don't hear, like, one, you don't hear about the Jewish school throwing rocks at people. You don't hear about, I don't know, like the Muslim school or the Presbyterian. It's always the Catholic school that's throwing stones. Mm. And I, when I wrote this down, I did it. It just kind of fucking pissed me off, dude. Good. You know, as and as a, as a person that I grew up in a Catholic school and what and whatnot, and obviously I do not fucking go by that anymore. But I just like, and you know me, I'm a I'm a guy that just likes to just state a fact on record. You just don't see it with other. There's just one one group of people that throw stones. Yeah. Okay. Still love you guys though. Yeah. Don't see that? It's not me. You looked at me. It's not me. I'm. I, we still love you. If anything, I'm trying to get over there. Uh, we will welcome you with open arms. But um, so uh, proud you, Meryl Nisker. Proud you. Love it. Um, you already has my stamp of approval. Yep. Her uh, parents are, are are from a. Should have known by that first name. M- Meryl. Oh yeah. How, how do you spell it? Uh, it would be. There's no way. M-E-Y-R-L. Nah, M-E-R-R-I-L-L. Okay. A, yeah. Um, but, oh, okay, yeah. That's one of the other ways. Like y- Merrill Lynch. Y- yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, by the way, I went down a whole rabbit hole of, you know, because the whole banking thing happened. Mm-hmm. I, went, hold on, I went down a whole rabbit hole. Are you going to get mad at me when I say this? I went down a whole rabbit hole of how many of the top banks are Jewish owned. And? What number do you think I got to that finally wasn't Jewish owned? Um, like numbers down the list yeah. of major banks. Yeah. Uh, 18. 30. Okay. So. <laughs> so. Her first band. You're welcome, by the way. Yeah. For that thank loan. you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, her first band uh, that she created uh, was called Shit. 
Exclamation point? Just shit. Okay. Shit. Called shit. Um, Very punk rock of her. Yeah. A highly sexual performative style of music. And uh, the band was also very early on in her... Other... Ooh, is the I in shit an exclamation point? No. Why do you, what's up with you in the exclamation point? I don't point? know. I just okay. thought it would be like a thing. It's just shit. Okay. Which is cool even of itself. What's up with you in the exclamation point? Dude? It's like the thing where people nowadays, they, they'll put like the the V in the name of their... Waves and Suvs. Yes. Right. You get it. Uh, or no, it's an upside down V for the A. Or and then a regular V for the V. Or it's like, you know, a band called like Team and like like the, the E is a three and like the A is like a delta sign. You get it. Yeah. Uh, Great band. Shut up. Great <laughs> um, band. Uh, but Shit was um, uh, a band, that she, the first band that she started. Um, and it was uh, also with Chili Gonzalez. Chili Gonzalez is a person that you... Most people don't know, but Chili Gonzalez is a band that, like, now is, you know, a moniker that is pretty well known, but they were together okay. in the band Shit. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, Shit was whatever, and uh, she, want, she wanted to, like, you know, go on, like, you know, kind of, like, you know, go on her own. So she, uh, after the band, she changed her name to Peaches. And Peaches, the reason why she changed to Peaches is because her favorite Nina Simone song was for women. And at okay. the end of the song, uh, Nina Simone uh, yells out, uh, my name is Peaches. So okay. that's how she, you know, named herself Peaches. Um, a couple years later, she uh, was still in Toronto and she was uh, living above a sex shop. Have to. And she was living above the sex shop with Feist. Feist, again, is another, uh, kind of like Chilean Gonzalez, but like a little bit bigger. Feist is, you know, now a pretty, not not big, but she had like two really good albums when we were in, in college. So like, you know, 2006 to like nine. And her and Feist were roommates together. And... Uh, Fife was obviously like doing music and stuff too, and she, and her and and then at this point, Chili and Fife moved over to Europe to like see if they could make it over there, and um, she was like, "I'm gonna go over there too," mm -hmm. and she goes over to uh, Europe to stay with Chili Gonzalez and Fife because uh, they had just bought a new place, and Chili at this point was kind of getting big kind of booking some shows in Germany. And uh, while she was staying there for like the two weeks that she was there, uh, she had wrote like an EP, but it was like an independent EP, not, yeah. not anything. Mm -hmm. And uh, by like kind of like chilly and like, you know, the people there were like, yo, you know, this girl kind of stuff. I listen to stuff. And like one of the guys at like some like hole in the wall place in Germany was like, oh, it's cool. Like, yo, she can, you know, play like next Thursday. You know, like one night gig, and she played, and this record exec was like, "Yo, this is dope as fuck." In Germany. In Germany. Okay. Because she's doing like a sexual thing and like the songs, and she makes all the beat, and they're like, "Yo, this is dope." And on the spot, this uh, record label called, uh, I believe it's uh, Stick with Me Here, it's Kitty. 
Hold on, hold on, hold on. Kitty, uh, Kitty, Kitty, yo. That was the name of the record label. Okay. Signed her on the spot. What a what a cool like. You just played like a show that like you didn't even really like try to get. Someone just kind of got you, and then you got to like exec in front of your fucking dome right right after the show. And so they're like, damn. And so she's now realizing, all right. My music's like kind of t- like dope out here in Europe. People generally, they're liking it here. So she's like, let me stay a little longer. And uh, she couldn't stay at like Chili's in, the, in their place like, you know, too much longer. So she stays at, at this point, in, uh, a relatively very unknown artist called MIA. Oh, cool. Paper Planes. Yeah. MIA. So she stays with um, MIA and stays a little longer and starts getting big over there in Europe. And gets us. what time? What like time frame is this? This is two thousand in, in two thousand. This is two thousand. Okay, okay got 2000. it. Got it. And so Kitty Yo, uh, like you know, it signed her, but you know she stayed over there and like you know she's like kind of like hitting it, but like she's like she, there's there's traction going on. Yeah. So Sony, um, you know, because Kitty Yo is a you know a German like a European like you know record record company like so they yeah. they don't have, they don't have they don't any have pull the so Sony comes in and Sony your European Sony comes in and goes hey yo you can still say like excuse me mademoiselle yeah yeah like you can stay on like Kitty Yo but like yo sign with us also too like make sure it's like okay with Kitty Yo and like we'll get some distribution going and like you Sweet. know we'll get you like an album deal. And she's like, all right, cool. Kitty Yo says, dope, we'll do it. And um, so they put out uh, Teaches of Peaches, which is her first album, her, her debut album. And she puts it out. Teaches and Peaches? Teaches of, uh, teaches, uh, teaches of Peaches. Okay. Yeah. Love it. And so she puts out Teaches of Peaches, and she puts it out, and there's two things lined up. Because now Sony is behind it. Yeah. Sony's putting money behind it. So Sony goes, all right, we got the album. Um, we got, since you're like really big, like over in Europe and stuff. I don't know. Do you know about the Top top of the Pops? No. Top of the Pops was this um, kind of like the Soul Train, but of the UK. Okay. Um, it was basically, it was like, you know, that Dick Clark, like, you know, that like review show yeah. of like, and it happened every week on like Saturday morning. And they always showed you, like, the top of the pot, like, you know, like, the yeah. new stuff. So she uh, got booked for Top of the Pops in 2000, and she played her performance, and Top of the Pops was like, yo, this shit, mad sexual, we can't play this. Love it. No way. So they just didn't play it, didn't do it, and then a month later... So he was like, yo, you got this record called Set It Off off of the Teachers of Peaches album. We got to do a fucking, we're going to put money behind you. Got to do a, uh, got to do a music video. Yeah. Ready for this music video? Can't wait. Ready for this music video? So she does a music video. And and Sony and is kind of like, yo, like, we'll let you do your thing. You know, because she's avant-garde. She's, you know, the music video consists and you can watch it on YouTube, consists of her pubic hair and armpit hair basically growing throughout the music video into a Rapunzel state. Love it. Like just out of her fucking Yeah, no, I got it. Her her stuff. Yeah, perfect. 
They cut and 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 is it I, a good song? And it, oh, amazing song! Set off, you'll hear it. I'm gonna put it on the Peacock music. Amazing song, love it. And um, uh, it was big budgeted, like like Sony threw a bunch of money behind it. Like like it was one of those like you know things that you don't like ever get away with anymore. Like where the labels just like here's the money and we won't like ask questions. Yeah, just get it done. So they like. They uh, cut the music video, produced it, like, you know, finished it all up. And then, like, as soon as it got, like, released, like, out into, like, MTV and stuff, Sony was like, hey, yo. What were you doing? We're out. And Sony dropped her. It was like, we are not doing this shit. Damn. Like, at all. Like, this is some weird, like, no. Like, No. Yeah, like right now when you do that, you're heralded by all the different communities. Like, this is great. Oh, yeah. I mean, you got, played in you got Lil Nas X, like, you know, you stripped in, stripping with, like, the devil. And it was like, yeah. hell yeah, dude. Yeah. But this is 2000, and they're like, no fucking way. <laughs> Sony dropped some fucking, e like, not couldn't couldn't come quicker. <laughs> okay. Kitty O stays with them. Kitty O's like, all right, cool. Oh, yeah, they're, still they got ride. She, uh... She continues to like you know put out tons of music. Yeah, it's uh, it's raining here at the at the we wax need museum. We yeah, need it. We do need it. Um, but she continues to put put out music, tons of like great music, and her whole entire style is this sexual, um, you know, tinge to it. She's bisexual. It's it's all very all of her songs are just just super sexual and shit. Um, but she also is. Uh, She's the first person to have her tits being casted by the great Cynthia Plaster Caster, which what? Which I can tell by your face, you have no idea what I'm talking about. There was a 1960s uh, groupie called Cynthia, and she was a sculptor, and she she started getting into plas like you know making casts of yeah. you know musicians penises and one of the, her first one she did was Jimi Hendrix's penis she has a cast of Jimi Hendrix's penis dope and she did it for like tons of bands and like hippie bands in the 60s she, uh peaches in 2002 was the first to have her tits cast sweet by her just to give a little bit more of like a you know a whatever yeah no i love this but um but yeah, she uh, she's she makes she made all of her music on her own. She you know taught MIA you know way before MIA got big with paper planes because MIA is, is another like you know woman that like you know she made her own her own beats and stuff even though like Dippo kind of helped her you know but she was the first to like show MIA like you know the rolling like you know beat machine and 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 kind of like really push MIA to like make her own music when she was staying with her and. Uh, she made all of her own beats and music and stuff until 2009 when she came out with the album I Feel Cream. I'm looking at uh, pictures of her right now just so I can get a... Yeah. Okay. She uh, came out the 2009 album I Feel Cream, which was the first album that she allowed other producers to come in with. And on that album, and it's, you know, it's... An amazing album. Like obviously the, the early on stuff is like my favorite 
but you know, but on that album, she had Simeon Mobile Disco, Soul Wax, and Digitalism. All artists that I know that you won't know. I'm not trying to make you feel like an asshole, but in 2009, Simeon Mobile Disco, Soul Wax, and Digitalism were at the height of like where they were. This was like the height of. You know, mixtapes and like hype machine and just like constant like remix songs were coming out. Um, Soul Wax was a French, you know, disco thing that was on Ed Banger. Digitalism was a huge German band that was supposed to be the next Daft Punk. Hmm. So 2009, I Feel Cream, an amazing album. Okay. Which is the only one that like she allowed other people to come in and produce with her. But um, Still alive, still all good, still makes music, still tours. She actually was just down here last week. Uh, really? Uh, charged a little bit too much money. Where was she my, playing? At, at Revolution. Okay. It, but charged a little too much money for my liking. What's a little too much for Alex to see Peaches in 2023? At Revolution, which is like, you know, a small, like, you know, like, you know just a, like a local club. Shitty venue for the record. Yeah, if you're charging, uh, if, we're, if we're sniffing $50, that's a little too much for me. Okay. That's fair. Yeah, because we yeah, all know. a ticket there should be 25 to $35. Because we all know that you're only playing an hour, hour and a half max. Yep. And that's, that's really how it goes for me is like, do I know that you're going to play more than an hour and a half? Then I'll pay more than 50. Yeah. And how much do I like you? Like Correct. when we saw Gorillaz and White Tri and, or, uh, Jack White, they played for like two plus hours. Jack White played minimum two hours. Yeah. Uh, Gorillaz also probably about two a, hours. Yeah. They played yeah. long. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Great set. So, uh, yeah, that's Peaches. Okay. I'm, I'm interested to see... Well, you hear that? We, we got full blown monsoon happen in the back great. here. Yeah, I'm so excited. I me too because we did need it. We need this bad. Yeah. Um. Now, I want to put you on the spot a little bit. Okay. Um, I don't know. You know, again, I talked. You know, your wife and you guys called me a lot of times this week, and I was so excited. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't. I I think. I think you I think you were in the shower when I heard this story. I found out Hey yo. Did you almost lose your fucking your ring, bro? Not the wedding ring. Let me state that, but the new uh pinky ring my wife had just bought me for diamond my and crusted. No diamonds. Oh, it's not No. no oh, 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 I'm sorry. Oh, Just yeah, white gold. Yeah, yeah. But, um, wait, hold on. You have a pinky ring now? Yeah. How long have you been doing that? Since I got this, what, this is the ring that I lost and then found. Oh, okay. 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 Not okay. the wedding ring. Okay. Wedding ring. No. Um, we had a situation where we went out to a beautiful crab dinner. Can you tell, can you regale the, again. can you regale the audience uh, of yes. this story? So... Uh, my wife just texted me saying that I have to bring home a Snickers bar for her, for the record. That's what just happened. Love that. Love um, that. Love that. Love that. Love that. Love that. Um, so I, uh, uh, the whole family went out for a nice seafood crab dinner at, where at the illustrious and famous rustic Inn. your favorite, my favorites. Don't give me a menu. I already know what I'll be having, sir. Thank you very much. Give me the bib and the knocker. Give me the, thank you. 
So uh, I remember very vividly, which, as you know, crab is going to be a very buttery, very hands-on meal, right? Mm -hmm. So I remember towards the end of the evening, like, wiping my fingers off with the napkin and then going and washing my hands. But um, I do not remember the ring after that point for the rest of the night. Right. So I woke up that just to speed forward a little bit. I woke up at like six in the morning and was like, where the fuck is my ring? That's how it all started. That's so, and you also woke up your wife. Yes. And said, hey, yeah, I have no idea where the fuck it is. So I'm like, of course, worried that I threw it away at the restaurant. Right. Of course. That's 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 got to be greasy, buttery crab meal. Of course, it went on the plate. Trash. Goodbye. See you later. That's it. So then my wife says, I remember seeing it outside of the restaurant after the meal. So we knew at that point that. But it, at that point, are you like, I believe I'm, you? Or? She, she, she was pretty staunch about it, but I was like. I don't know. Right. I don't know. Yeah. So we get home and we're both like, I think it's in the house. I think it made it somewhere to the house, but that it's not, we don't know. And, and then? So the next morning we wake up, we go right back to Rustic Inn. I called them. Nothing reported left. You know, they didn't know, they didn't find it. I searched the parking lot top to bottom. Good. As an FBI agent would. Yep. And uh, didn't find it there. Went back to the house, turned the turned the bedroom upside down, looked all, picked Cushions all. Cushions were being. Picked all through the trash, because I thought it was, of course, maybe in our trash. Nothing. No clues. All the leads are cold. So at this, this is a cold case. So at this point, are you like, it's a goner? At that point, once I searched the room. Went and looked everywhere. Came back, searched again. Did you blacklight? Looked, looked through the trash. Yeah, CSI, everything. We it's a goner. Lasers and smoke. It's gone. So, uh, a couple days later, my wife is doing the sheets. I open the dryer up, and it's just sitting right there. Did not believe. Could not believe my eyes, but the. Ring uh, to rule them all was found. Dude, if you would have lost that. I was already prepared to go back and just order the ring again and pay but for it. But you can't. Well, no, I could, but, you know, and I was like, just, but I was more upset, not even the cost of the ring, no nothing, but like she got it for me and I lost it. How did you lose it in the bed? I no. have, I have my. Suspicions. Now, I want you to know we but looked, stuff. We looked all through that. I bed. have you banging your fucking nine nine month old like pregnant wife okay. and doing butt stuff, and no. it slips out. I I don't know if I would have said it on the podcast, but I would have definitely confirmed that to you off the record. Okay. Okay. No. Yeah, okay. No. Uh, no idea how it got off the finger. No idea how it got caught up in like the sheet. But when we did, when we watched, so the sheets, you were we dreaming it. and like you just subconsciously just like you you took it off your finger and uh, threw who, it in the middle. The, who's the guy from uh from Lord of the Rings? Um, uh, Sh Smeagol. Smeagol. I was laying there and Smeagol just 
gently took it off my finger. It's like a five minute scene. Yep, yep. Because yep. the movie's for yep. fucking eight hours long. The precious. The precious. And Smeagol just slowly took it off my finger and like hugged it and then ran away into the cave with Piece it. Piece of shit for sure. Yeah. Yep. But uh, the, the ring to rule them all has been found and we are good and uh, crisis averted and um, your boy got lucky. Yes. Your boy got real lucky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm glad. No, I'm not going to mention now the time that my wife no, threw I wasn't. all of her wedding rings and engagement rings away into the trash uh, at the house and then did find them. But I'm not going to bring that up. No, no. I'm not no. going to bring that up. No, 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 no. no I'm big. We're I'm, not gonna, I'm better than that. We're not going to. We're going to call her up for being a piece of shit. No, I'm, no. Be- I'm better than that. I'm better than that. But speaking of piece of shit, mm. I, you know, we don't like to like always do it, but we do it because it's funny. Yep. And not funny, but it's funny. Speaking of piece of shit, our boy Trump. What did he do now? He, yo, he held a big rally. Okay. This weekend on the anniversary of the Waco, Texas uh david koresh you know you know yeah the, oh yeah he, he held on the anniversary of the uh in waco domestic you know terrorism, terrorism that happened yes and our boy trump was out there uh talking about him getting you know he didn't get arrested yeah you know because we talked about last week you know supposed to get arrested and, but he was out there he was like and he goes, yo, and, and this is what I wanted to do. He goes, yo, didn't get arrested. And he was like, you know, I was, he, he did a little Bill Clinton of like, yo, never banged her, you know, never, don't, not didn't bang her, but he was like, you know, wasn't involved with her. And then he called Stormy Daniels, the, you know, the, the porn, you know, the porn, whatever, Actress, porn star. Yeah. He called her a horse face. Oh, boy. Now, now did, did you see what he said about the arrest? No. So he had, he had said to like all of his political advisors and everyone and even the media that if he is arrested, he wants to be handcuffed, perp walked into the into the, of course the court. He does. And he wants someone uh, he said he doesn't care if someone shot him and killed him because then he would become a martyr. He said that. He said that. Trump, we, we know that's what you want. We know. It's just not going to happen, though. Now, do you think if you're a betting man right now and I had you place a bet right now, will he be arrested? And no. If so, okay, so you're not even, you're saying you won't even be arrested. Well, like, all jokes aside, the charges are so stupid. Listen, hey, media, hey, New York State Attorney, hey, listen, let me get a little closer to the microphone here. Yeah, get it up in So there. you're listening. Hey, hey, media, hey, hey, District Attorney in, in, in New York, hey, listen, you're not arresting him because of perjury or tax. Just say why you're arresting him. You don't like him. Just say, hey, we don't like you. That's why we're arresting you. You're arrested. 
He's not going to get arrested, dude. I the, the, want him to be arrested, and I want the perp walk. I know that will galvanize the base. That's what he wants. He wants to be the... You know, yes. the, the only the straight shooter, the only yeah. straight shooter, if you will, out here, you know, dropping truth bombs on all the sheeps. Mm-hmm. That's what he wants. <laughs> yep. And I know <laughs> it will galvanize the base, but I just I want the photo of the cuffs on the bracelets on, as we say, as me and my fellow FBI agents say, the bracelets. That's and that's your Richard him, Nixon like on, on yeah. the tarmac. Yes. He wants the Richard Nixon on the tarmac. Yeah. But in the cuffs. But he we wants want, it. We, yeah, he wants we're not going to give it to him. We're not. No, he's. The, we need it, like. There's got to be something that sticks a little bit more. We're not going to do that. It's got to be something good, like you know the New York District Attorney. They limped in with something stupid, and like like I said, like just just say you don't like the guy. Yeah, and that's why you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Because the Stormy Daniels. I just like the he called her a horse face. Like of and, all the people calling someone a, like a horse face, and then and then and then he followed up. He goes. He goes. He goes, she's a horse face. He goes, why would I even be into that? Like, I got the first, the you know, the first lady, Melania. She's way hotter. Trump, duh. Don't play yourself, But though. don't play yourself. Oh, you banged her. Yeah, you did it. Okay? While you're with Melania, you banged her. Okay? Oh, you and did And she it. does not have a horse face at all. No. Okay? I mean, by definition, she was a successful... Porn star. Very. So good good name too. Stormy Daniels. That's what's happening right now. In, in, in we right. have a little Stormy Daniels going on here. In the, yeah. Um, I'm not shocked by anything that that maniac does. Yes. Um, so I was I, I'm not shocked to hear that at all. But at this point I'm just I'm hoping I'm hoping for the bracelet walk. Yeah, I just wanted to like throw that there at the end because uh, last week, you know, you had brought up and we were, you know, kind of like excited to see how like, you know, the arrest would go and of course it didn't happen, but I I'm s- holding out faith I'm holding out faith that episode 106 there's a baby in my hand and 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 in my right hand I have a, a, a black and white photo of Trump in bracelets. See you next week. See ya.